0: This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. I am your host, John Reed. I'm excited to be here with you this week. This week is every one. So we're talking about assistive technology tools that would benefit all students in your class, regardless of whether they have a need for some type of accommodation using the technology or assistive technology. These are things that all students can benefit from these types of settings if you set this up on your devices. So some important things to think about is that assistive technology, it, it can be a very valuable tool for all students, helping to access the curriculum, participate in the classroom in a more full way, maybe streamline some processes as well. I know for me, I have several things set up on my devices that, while I don't necessarily need to have those things set up, they do make certain things easier for me, make it easier to navigate the device itself, make it quicker for me to access certain apps or certain features. Oftentimes this can include a wide range of devices and software, a lot of times we think of like text-to-speech tools, adaptive keyboards and mice, specialized software for reading and writing. can also include more advanced technologies such as eye-tracking devices, which also is built into your iPad if you want to explore uh, some of those eye-tracking features, and augmentative communication systems as well. Now we've said it before, but there are a lot of built-in tools and features on our Apple devices that we have. We have the iPads at the elementary level and there are just so many tools that are built in to those devices Well, without having to go look elsewhere for something. Number of accessibility features on all kinds of Apple products. If you happen to have an iPhone, you, you have an iPad, oftentimes, and a Mac computer. Some of the best ones, I and mean, these are ones you may have used in the past, but in terms of being readily available on the Apple devices, you have VoiceOver, which is a screen reader that can read aloud the text and the elements on the screen allowing users who are blind or have low vision to access their device. There's the Zoom feature, allows users to magnify the screen up to 15 times its normal size, making it easier for people with low vision to see the content on the device. Inverting colors is also another helpful tool. Switch controls students, and not just students, anybody can control the device using a switch or other input device. That could be an external device, or you can set up settings on the iPad itself to be able to use a kind of a virtual switch on-screen to do that. Closed captioning it displays captions for audio content on the device, and that can be helpful at any point in time. I know oftentimes my own kids, if they were gonna be watching something on TV, we put the captions on when they were really little. So I figured if you're gonna be watching TV, I'm also gonna make you read something at the same time. So that was the that was the curse of having a dad who was an English teacher and a mother who was a librarian. So One really cool accessibility tool that I wanted to share with you today, is uh, there's a new tool on the Apple devices called Live Captions and it's currently in beta. So one thing to keep in mind is that it is a work in progress at the time, this time. And so I have tried it a couple of different times. It's fairly accurate. It, It does a pretty good job of picking this up. But basically what Live Captions is, if you go into on your device, if you go into settings and you go to accessibility and there is an option under the hearing section called Live Captions Beta. You'll see that beta in parentheses. You tap on that. You can turn on Live Captions. You can change what the appearance looks like for the Live Captions. And while we don't have students using FaceTime on their devices, you can turn on Live Captions in FaceTime. So if you are using that as a tool, you can turn that on as well. Basically, what then happens is you get this little... I have it on my screen. I'm actually looking on my screen right now. I have this little icon that looks like a little speech bubble with a sound wave on it. And if I open that up, I have it says live captions and it is it says listening. I have a couple of different buttons here. I have a pause button. I have a microphone button and I have a button that can cause this to go full screen. Basically, what's going to happen when I have this turned on uh, and if I don't want it listening, I just hit pause and it can shrink it back down into a little teeny tiny speech bubble icon that'll just sit on my screen and off to the side basically what this will do is any app you go into, YouTube, any app that has any kind of spoken content to it, this will listen to that spoken content and will automatically generate captions for that content. So does not have to be an Apple, does not have to be an app that offers its own closed captioning. This will create closed captioning for any app that is on your phone that provides spoken audio. So it's it's really kind of cool. I mean, there are some ways. I did try it on a couple of different YouTube videos. As long as the person is speaking clearly, it's fine. I did test it out with some things that I thought maybe the the speech wouldn't get picked up as well. For example, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so I thought, well, oh, let me put the trailer on for one of the Star Wars movies and see how well it picks up Darth Vader's voice or something that's maybe not a typical sounding voice. It doesn't do quite as well with things like that, but if it's clear, spoken audio then it will pick those up pretty well. As I said before, it's in beta, so it's, it's kind of a work in progress right now, but that is a tool that I think could be very helpful for some of our students. And I know for me in particular, if there's situations where I have something, maybe I have a, a video that I need to watch or something that I wanna have playing and I need to turn the sound down. If the app that I'm in doesn't currently offer captions, this is a great way for me to turn that on for any app that I have on my phone. That's just one. I just wanted to share, you know, one or two little things with you here. So there are other options with closed captioning and transcripts that you can have created using the accessibility features on your phone. So there's all kinds of great features on here and all kinds of different changes you can make. And and one thing to keep in mind with this is this really is something that anyone can use. Another great tool that anybody can use on your devices. I use this one on my phone in particular. So if you have an iPhone, this one is kind of a pretty cool one. If you go to settings and then to accessibility, then there is a section called touch. If you go to the touch section and then scroll down, there is an option there called back tap. And I have back tap turned on right now. And I have a couple of different options, double tap and I have triple tap. So I can set this double tap and triple tap to do some kind of action on my phone. So right now I actually have it set to double tap will mute my phone. So for example, you know, it it is easy enough to kind of reach over and flip that little switch to put your phone on silent mode. But what I can also do is I can tap the back of my phone twice really quickly and that will put my phone into silent mode. I can set it for all kinds of different things. I can have it turn on the camera by tapping the back of my phone twice turn on the flashlight, lock the rotation of the screen, take a screenshot, all kinds of stuff. Turn the volume up, turn the volume down, all kinds of different things I can do with that. And then I can set the triple tap to do something different. Right now I have triple tap set to open the control center on my phone so that I can get to the different controls, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, stuff like that. But I can set it again to anything I want. And it's just kind of a quick, easy shortcut to be able to get to things on my device. So like I said, there are great built-in tools on our devices for accessibility. Just wanted to share a few of those with you today. Also wanted to let you know that because we've got the winter break and holidays coming up, this will be, uh, since we're on the E of Drive, we are, this will be our last episode before we head off on winter break. So be looking for new episodes. When we come back, we'll start back over with D, design, and start the process all over again. So thank you all so much for joining us each and every time we have these little episodes here. I've been hearing from a lot of people that they're enjoying this because it's a quick, easy thing to listen to on their drive, whether to work, from work, when you've got a moment and and that people have enjoyed hearing from your colleagues at some of the different buildings. If you have someone that you would like to recommend, or if you yourself have something that you'd love to share on the podcast, let us know. Feel free to reach out to me, J. R. E. I. D. J. at hawthorne73.org and let me know and would love to to get in touch with you and, and talk a little bit more about that. But we have a lot of fun doing this. And I really hope that all of you have a very restful winter break. Enjoy your time. And we'll just look forward to seeing you back here when we come back in January. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?